So I didn't know what I was looking like pig pen from Snoopy. But it's all right, because I had my pocket knife and I had my mace. I see this guy next to me, kind of like looking pretty sorry too. He's got a cape made out of a red red garbage bag. Not a regular slab. He's backhanded. I'm Christina Baez, and you're listening to The Subway Portraits. Welcome and thanks for tuning in. The Subway Portraits is a bi-weekly podcast that serves as a living history of people's experiences riding in New York City's MTA subway. These stories, no matter how old or recent, are told by you, the commuters, the tourists, and the native New Yorkers like myself. On today's episode, the magician, the pistol, the fireworks, and more, you'll hear a range of memories from a close encounter with the third rail to a hidden magician. But before we begin, I want to make it clear that the Subway Portraits does not in any way condone violence, discrimination, or abuse of any kind. We simply collect memories and give them a space to live in history. Let's jump right in. Magic Words so our story begins on the D train at about 11.30 at night. I had just gotten out of work, and I was taking the train home, which is always awesome because it, it, it was running local at the time. Uh, I'm sitting there, and this guy gets on the train, who you might have seen. I think he even has a website. Uh, I think his name is the Tenor Man. It was a black guy. He's got a cape made out of a red, red garbage bag, and he's got these Y2K glasses that light up. Uh, that are battery powered and he's got a tenor sax and he starts playing and it's it's re- it's real nice at first it's like and it felt very very new york city you know um he's tooting away and it starts to go downhill pretty quickly i the the I can't even describe. At one point, he starts playing Pop Goes the Weasel. like, And there are these, uh, across from me, uh, there are these uh, like hefty, uh, goombalini, soprano type dudes who I assume are from Staten Island. But I don't know. It's a Saturday night on the D train. You know, what? what who knows? But uh, they start kind of heckling the guy. So eventually the heckles get so loud that he stops playing and he looks at them and he says, he says, uh, you don't like it? Fine. I will exit the train. And he walks up to the door and stands there with his hands behind his back. And he says, by the way, did I tell you I also do magic? Open sesame. And then the that was, you know, the thing had beeped, so he knew when the doors were going to open, and it goes bing bong and lets him out. And that was, uh, it was pretty funny, you know. We all kind of like, Haha, whatever. Thank God he's gone with his pop goes the weasel fucking nonsense. And uh, 
Unbeknownst to everyone, he crept into the other entrance of the same car and pulls out his saxophone and goes, Abracadabra, motherfuckers! And starts ripping on his saxophone, just completely nonsense. And I lost my shit. I, I grabbed whatever was in my wallet. It was like a $5 bill. And I gave it to him afterwards. And uh, we're all laughing. And he goes, <laughs> that was a nice trick. Yakata. So I had to take the one train home in the morning from uh, Brooklyn. Uh, the night before I had been out at a friend's birthday party and uh, got really messed up and then ended up staying out at um, actually the birthday girls uh, at her house. Uh, but then the next morning I uh, was just feeling it and um, had to take what ended up being like an hour and a half long. So we ride back. So I'm on the one and I'm like starting to feel really sick and just trying to keep it together. And I see this guy next to me kind of like looking pretty sorry too, just like, you know, probably, you know, early twenties, uh, dude. And he ends up like opening the door and going between the cars while the train's moving and just vomiting and just does it like a bunch of times. And then just like, kind of like lays down between the cars and rides for like a bunch of stops. Um, and then just as he got out, I just couldn't do it anymore. So I bailed out of the train and like went to the end of the platform and just yacked and then got back on the train um, and was able to make my way home. Light him up. All right. Um, I was on the D train going back home, Coney Island. And then like a bunch of little young motherfuckers, like four or five of them, they were like 14, 15 years old. They had two big garbage bags of fireworks. And, you know, I was with my moms and pops. So I remember this clearly. They were um talking shit. And they were talking shit, you know, laughing because they just robbed somebody for their fireworks. So, like, you know, every between stops, they uh they throwing some loud-ass firecracker, you know, some Brooklyn shit. You know how Brooklyn do. And they throwing fireworks out. And then um, some two older kids get on. They're like 19, maybe 20. So they see these young kids with these big bags full of fireworks. So they were like, yo, where you get that? Where you get the fireworks from? So they were like, yo, we just took it, you know, on some bragging shit. So one of the kids told him, yo, give me them bags. And like, so he was like, nah, nah, these are our bags. So he goes, yo, them shits ain't even yours. You sold them, and he backhand, not a regular slap. He backhand them, bop, slapped the shit out of them. He, then they, him and his band, took snatched all the bags. And just from a little while, these coats, these kids wilding out, yo, they were crying when they took all them bags. They just got off the next stop, and I was just laughing. More stories to come. But before we get to those, I want to give a huge thank you to those who've submitted their stories. This project would not be possible without you. Thank you. And if you have your own Subway story, or if you've already submitted one, but have more memories to share, then go to our site at www.thesubwayportraits.com and become a part of this living history for future generations to reference. You can record from your cell phone, laptop, or desktop, 
And to make it easier for you, I've added the direct link to record your story in this episode's show notes. Now back to the show. Welcome to The Gun Show. I'm on the L train. It's a Friday night. I think it was 1999. Um, I was coming home from hanging out with my friends in the city. And um, I got on the L train, Brooklyn bound, to on 14th Street Union Square to get off on East 105th Street. So I decided to get on the last cart of the back of the train. The um, reason being is for those that take the L train knows that if you're getting off on East 105th Street, the projects, um, you know to sit in the last car because it's basically right there by the stairs, by the exit to get out of the train station. Um, so that day, that night, um, it must have been like one o'clock in the morning, maybe, you know, at that time there were no yellow cabs that would go to any of the boroughs, especially Brooklyn. As much as I tried, as much as I would say, listen, I'll give you a 50 if you could just take me to Brooklyn. They they didn't want to they didn't want to go. They they were scared. I didn't I don't blame them, but at the same time it sucked for me because as a female at that time, you know, it's a little dangerous. Even though it's dangerous for a man, but it's I feel like it's more dangerous for a female. But it's all right because I had my pocket knife and I had my mace, which is all I needed. Um, so I'm sitting in the last cart and, um, you know, the cart was not as empty as I thought it would be, but it was a little, it, it was fairly, you know, empty. Let's, it, it was okay. Let's just say it was, if it, it, it had 10 people, it was a lot. Um, there were two gentlemen, one sitting across from each other. And they started arguing. All of a sudden, one guy stood up. And as he stood up, his jacket opened. And I see a gun in his waist. And they start arguing back and forth, back and forth. The guy reaches for the gun. And I have to say, I've never been scared in my life the way I was scared that day. Because I thought, oh my God. This guy is going to shoot this one. And after he shoots him, he's going to shoot everyone in this cart and me because we were witnesses. I just started praying. I didn't know what to do. I never told this to anyone, not even my mom, especially my mom or my dad. I didn't tell my brother. I never told anyone that. Always kept it to myself. Because that was the most scariest moment of my life. Because it was the first time I actually saw a gun in front of me, physically. And um, thank God the guy just left the train on the next stop. Because I guess that was his stop. And he left. He didn't do anything. He just kept talking, you know. And that was it. I just prayed you know, let the next few stops be the fastest stops ever to get to 105th Street so I could get home. And when I got off 105th Street with heels, I walked so fast to the house, to the apartment. 
because I was petrified. And that was my scariest moment on the L train. And thank God I never experienced anything like that. Fights, yeah, but thankfully, not with a gun. It's electric. One train uptown. So it started you know, hanging out. Try to take the train. I think it was 96, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they were doing construction, see? And uh, we were supposed, we were on the wrong side of the platform. We had to go to the other side. So we decided, let's do a shortcut, jump in the tracks, cross over, and we were, voila, we would be on our way. But next thing you know, we jumped down. Euro step, two step, whatever you want to call it, face planted on the tracks, three seconds away from grabbing the third rail and frying myself. A friend of mine that was with me grabbed me, picked me up, basically saved my life. Continued on, got on the platform. They asked me if I was all right. I said, yeah. Then they started laughing because it was three of us. But I didn't know that I was full of all the dirty black. You know, nobody mops or cleans the tracks. So I didn't know I was looking like Pigpen from Snoopy, but dirtier. So I put a little bit of, I think I had some, either a bottle mixed with a little bit of liquor or maybe it could have been saliva. I tried to rub it off. They laughed even more. I told them, fuck you. I know you guys hated me. You wanted me to die. And walked off and this is a story I have to tell you. This is a st- I lived to tell you this story. Tune in every other Sunday to hear real stories told by real people. This podcast continues to run with your stories. So I urge you to record your memories and share this project with your fellow commuters. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, and review us. Thanks for listening and ride with us until next time.